Time for the rural news now with Sally Murphy in Ōtotahi. Fonterra has announced a record milk price payout. How are the farmers feeling, Sally? Kia ora, Charlotte. Well, as you can imagine, the ones we spoke to this morning were pretty happy. As you may have heard in the business news, Fonterra will pay farmers $9.30 a kilogram of milk solids for last season. That smashes the previous highest price paid back in the 2013-14 season of $8.40. The record result means $13.7 billion will be paid out to the co-ops farmers. Federated Farmers, Dairy Chair and Fonterra supplier Richard McIntyre says it's great to see the high price locked in as there's always a lot of uncertainty throughout the season. As an industry, we sell our product and we don't always know what we're going to get for it for up to 15 months afterwards. And so it's always great um, to have that milk price nailed in and and it being a good milk price like this is, is fantastic. What do you think farmers will be spending money on this year with that profit? Um, so more of the same, really, um, debt reduction, um, trying to get the, yeah, the the agricultural debt down and also um, environmental improvements. You know, we've still got a lot of, a lot of work to go in that space and, and there's a lot of investment going on in there. Taranaki share milker Sam Ebbett says the payout is bloody good. Yeah, at $9.30 is a good, good result. Um, it will relieve a little bit of pressure, but obviously there's still a lot of financial pressure on farm at the moment with inflation and everything. So... I'd say most farmers would be satisfied, but there will still be pressure out there. Mr Ebbett says feeding cows is more expensive than it's ever been before and input costs for things like fertiliser are hitting him in the pocket. As much as it is a good result, yeah, we're still everyone's still got to be on the ball with their budget and their numbers. Nah, I won't be rushing into town to spend money. I wouldn't think too many people will be either. Fonterra Chief Executive Miles Hurrell says the rising costs farmers are facing are not lost on him. He says it's great to be able to pay out a higher milk price, but he's not sure if it will, if it will remain high going forward. It's far too early to say. What, what we're seeing play out is, is it's really a supply story at the moment. Um, you know, demand is pretty, in pretty good shape uh, globally. Uh, it's relatively robust globally, even at these prices. Uh, but that normally at these sort of price levels, you'd see quite a significant supply response as more milk gets uh, gets produced globally. But you're seeing environmental pressures, that, the same environmental pressures we see here in New Zealand that, that won't see milk growth at all in New Zealand. If anything, it might drop off. We're seeing the same play out in Europe to 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 uh, you know greater or lesser extent. Uh, and then of course the feed costs that that a lot of the northern hemisphere farmers use feed, and of course those feed costs have risen quite significantly uh, on the back of the situation in Ukraine. Uh, and so we're not seeing a lot more milk come out. So, you know, this year ahead we feel confident, but but again, you wouldn't want to look too far ahead. You know, I think things uh, have a habit of moving around. Fonterra's forecast payout for the current season has a midpoint of $9.25. The company has also reported a steady full-year result, despite the challenges of the pandemic. For the year to July, its net profit was $583 million, down 3% on last year. To other news, the Ministry for Primary Industries has announced it will begin culling cows on a huge feedlot near Ashburton, which is infected with M. Bovis. In May, the government announced that after working to rid the country of the disease, the feedlot was the only infected property remaining. But two more farms have tested positive since then. The plan has always been to depopulate the feedlot, but MPI says without knowing how the other farms became infected, it's taking a new approach to protect cattle and farmers in the area. Director of the Eradication Programme, Simon Andrew, says the 12,000 stock at the feedlot will be progressively culled from next month. He says eight nearby farms will also be cleared.
I've been in the area this week uh, to meet with those farmers that are directly um, affected um, by what's happening, um, and we continue to make sure that there's support uh, put in place. You know, we have um, case managers within uh, the program itself, alongside our partners Dairy NZ and Beef and Lamb, uh, and we've also got an independent compensation team. Um, there is eligibility for compensation under the Biosecurity Act, and we've also got very strong uh, partnerships uh, with the Rural Support Trust as well. Simon Andrews says MPI does not know how many cattle will be culled in total, but he says they remain confident that the Mbovis outbreak is still confined to the Mid-Canterbury area. We're very mindful of ensuring that we continue to undertake a significant amount of surveillance. And we also have a team you know, that is dedicated to uh, ensuring that we're looking at traceability records for any stock movement. And, and that's really important more broadly for biosecurity, um, ensuring that farmers uh, keep good traceability records um, as part of the NATE system so that the team can swiftly uh, respond uh, to any movement. Simon Andrew says the feedlot and surrounding farms will be depopulated by mid-January 2023. A new kind of farming could soon be having an impact on the rural landscape, paddocks of solar panels instead of cattle or crops. The Environmental Protection Authority says there's been a huge spike in inquiries from companies wanting to grow more sustainable electricity generation throughout the country. It's just granted approval for UK-based energy company Harmony to build a large solar farm near Te Araha West, which will provide power to 30,000 homes. Company founder Pete Grogan says sheep can graze underneath the panels but not cattle which the landowner supported. It's better use of the land for New Zealand because um, it's then being used for clean green energy generation which we desperately need as a country and we're not losing any um, productivity from, uh, from a farming perspective no, except that it's not going to be Dairy farming, um, but I don't think there are any shortage of uh, dairy farms uh, here in Aotearoa. However, a Federated Farmers spokesperson, Mark Hooper, doesn't agree. He's worried that top quality dairy or cropping land will be covered in panels and says there are better places to put them. Utilising large uh, warehouse roofs, for example, or other industrial land spaces, Things that are not in food production, anything that's in the built environment, whether it's either either housing, industrial, commercial areas. Mark Hooper says solar panels in other countries like Australia and the United States are on unfertile arid land, not the productive pastures being used here. And that's the rural news. Koirate Purongo o te taifenua. Kia ora Sally.